Before I get into the heart of this episode, I did want to bring up the PRO Act or House Bill 2474, which would kill many value-driven businesses across the United States. This bill is currently up for debate starting on March 8th in the House of Representatives. Basically, it would kill the ability for people to work at scale as 1099 contractors for businesses and for their own business. Why would that happen? The IRS created what's called the ABC test in 1937 to ascertain if someone is an independent contractor. Now, besides being amazed that this test was created in 1937, <laughs> if you're a graphic designer, computer programmer, work in construction, freelance writer, virtual assistant, wedding planner, hairdresser, accountant, the list is really, really long. You're basically at risk under this bill. It will basically force organizations to hire on people as W-2 employees after a certain work threshold. This is unacceptable. Call your representatives and let them know that you don't agree with this bill prior to March 8th. In my research, before I made these comments, almost 60 million Americans have earned income via 1099 contractor projects. It's my view though that this bill won't pass this year. However, we do need to remain vigilant as components of this bill may become law over time. Basically, a work test designation from 1937 doesn't work with a 2021 economy. It just, this isn't rocket science. Now I'm excited to share my thoughts about creating a value-driven business in 2021 and beyond. In order to go to the show notes, go to michellesmoneyhungry.com backslash value-driven business. do it ugly toolkit today perfect always gets in the way of done if you're looking to get started on your blog podcast coaching whatever it is you're trying to do for your online business make sure you grab this kit just go to the show notes at the end of 2014 i boarded a plane and made my way to hawaii two days after the last day at my old job i'd quit after 10 years even though most of my colleagues worked for that organization their entire professional lives. In fact, I worked with people who started at the organization the year that I was born, but my dissatisfaction with working for a professional organization just wasn't going away. In fact, I have never liked working for other people <laughs> ever. And my mom brought that up recently when something else came up. For two years prior to quitting, I found myself just constantly dreaming about what my ideal life would be. I wanted the following, professional autonomy. I wanted to leverage the strengths that I'd been punished for both in school and in my professional life. I love to talk and make deeper connections. And in my business, I found that this skill that I used to get punished for has actually grown my income and made me happy. I wanted the ability to work with whoever I wanted to work with and avoid who I didn't want to deal with. 
I wanted to work at my self-determined pace and now I get to do that. I currently front load my weeks and work typically a four day week on average. When creating my value-driven life, work life, I thought about where did I want to work from? Like literally, where did I want to be? And that's why you may often find that I'm in the mountains working from Breckenridge or doing road trips to Salida, especially prior to COVID. I was just roaming around doing my thing. And if there was internet connection, I would get to work. When I travel, I try to stay true to my values. So I stay at locally owned businesses, POC or allied spaces, and I support those businesses in those towns whenever possible, especially if they have similar missions related to service, social equity, and sustainability. I wanted in my business to take vacations that actually made sense. Two-week breaks just didn't make sense to me, and they were never enough time for the rest that I needed. It was important to me to establish firm boundaries within the scope of my work, be clear about the availability that I had for others and my personal time for myself. Creating a values-driven business meant celebrating holidays that actually matched my personal beliefs and values. And actually, here's an example of what I mean by that. Today, on the release of this show, the organization that I've been working with on a part-time basis is observing Claudette Colvin Day. And if you're not familiar with her, I have linked to an NPR episode in the show notes. But basically, before Rosa Parks, there was Claudette Colvin. Martin Luther King Day, Julia Greeley. This is very regional for me. She is a Black woman from Colorado who is actually being considered for sainthood by the Catholic Church. Cesar Chavez Day, which is already observed here in my town of Denver. And Cabrini Day, which is a new Um, holiday observed in Colorado instead of Columbus Day. And Mother Cabrini has a shrine here in uh, the hills of Colorado. And she just was a, a, a good woman who did good works locally. My point is, there are many parts of your business where your values can be illuminated. And that means even the the days you observe as holidays. Working with other people who are mission-driven and also to uplift and work with underrepresented individuals who would typically not get the project, be recognized for their expertise, or be able to attract and demand the compensation that they should be paid. That's what I wanted to do with my business. I wanted to work in a positive energy space versus fear-driven metrics. And then ultimately, When I thought about my values, I wanted the freedom to express what I believed. In fact, this freedom of expression is a job killer in corporate, but a client attractor in entrepreneurship. How do I know this? Because I have made more as I vocalized more what I believed over time. In fact, I didn't even have to pitch for any projects in the past year or even coaching clients. They came to me even though I spoke out against racism, said that I support POC and allied businesses, am socially awkward, especially because I've been at home for a year because of quarantine. (laughs) I care about the earth. I'm very into that. Basically, like-minded organizations and individuals were excited to work with me and my stated purpose and clarity of beliefs made it easier for them to collaborate with me as they built out projects with those similar missions 
with similar missions, it was just easier to know that I was someone who was in alignment with what they were doing and who they were trying to reach out to. So it made it easier for them to reach out to me and work on projects. Now, why do I bring all of the, all of that up? There are so many would-be entrepreneurs who are uncomfortable sharing their beliefs and values within their businesses. If you're in the beginning stages of thinking about going to, into business for yourself, please share what you believe. You will either repel or attract people to your company, and that's fine either way. Who you collaborate with and who you'd like to contract with for the following services. So ask yourself that question. You're, put, you're building your business. Who do you want to work with on food catering, graphic design, freelancers who work on projects for you? What construction crews or companies would you like to work with if you have a bricks and mortar business and you're doing a build out? What kind of virtual assistants and other types of staff do you want to collaborate with? It is 100% possible to design a value-driven business and actually earn money at the same time. I've got some examples for you. Starbucks made employee insurance coverage as part of its core values. You may not like Starbucks, but you know what a lot of people do appreciate as employees of the company? That they have access to healthcare, which is a big issue in the United States. Dan Price from Gravity Payments lowered his initial wage to $70,000 a year and increased all of his employees' initial wage to be the same. So everyone in his employees start in his uh, business starts at $70,000. And a lot of people were like, you're going to lose your business, blah, blah, blah. You know what happened? His business is thriving, growing. He has a wonderful Twitter feed and he makes a point of speaking out on corporate culture, social equity, and justice-related topics, as well as compensation. I have a crush on him. I think he's amazing, and I love the work that he does. I also wanted to share Tyler Perry Studios, which is clearly a mission-driven business. Stop talking about the wigs. <laughs> but when you open a massive movie studio, the biggest one, I think, in the United States, I think it's bigger than Hollywood studios. You put it in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia. You employ people of color constantly because all he does is create movies. That's his thing. That is a mission driven business. So my point is this, you can make money doing what you love, serving the people that you want to serve and be consistent with your values. Literally, that is it. That's the show. Be true to yourself. Let me know what you're thinking of. Don't forget to get that resource, Do It Ugly, and I hope you're having a beautiful day. This was a short and quick one. Get it done. Get it out there. Do the thing. I'm excited to support you. Thank you.